And we're back. A week has gone by, and I have stewed in my defeat from last week, where you guys just destroyed six highly combative spellcasters. But before we get into any of that, Matt, what you got going on? Well, first, have y'all seen the new Dune? No. 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 I, I never saw the original. Queued up so. on HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. One of my new favorite movies. Just I'll put that there. <gasps> really? Is it good yeah. if I'm you so glad. I love it? Is it do you think it's good if you've never seen the old movie or know nothing about the books? Because I've read that if you haven't, it's really confusing. It's they don't go into as, as much detail about a lot of things. I've read the books and I've seen all the movies. I've seen the 1984 Lynch movie like more times than I care to think about. <laughs> which, for all of its faults, it's really good because the characters have this inner monologue, which is kind of telling the story that's told in the book through their thoughts. You don't get that in the other two movies, and you don't get it in this, this, the newest make. But the movies, the music, the sound effects, this special, I mean, it's just the acting, it's gorgeous, it's perfect. You may be asking a lot of questions because it doesn't, can't, it's a movie, it can't go into a lot of detail, but it's enough to where you understand the story and get where things are going. So I have to ask, um, Timothy Chamelet, or whatever his name is, yeah. how is he? I thought, this is the first movie I've seen him with him acting in, I think. And I thought he did a great job. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, yeah, everybody. If you did. say they, that, I trust you. <laughs> I mean, he did. No. He was. It, is he the main character? I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, he's Paul Atreides, um, and he's a young kid compared to the previous two actors, which were like <laughs> 20s and 30s, acting like a kid. Um, I don't know. He doesn't overdo it. I, he, he does a really good job. That's good. Apparently, he's a really up and coming actor too. So I, I mean, can see why. I, jo- I enjoyed him on Saturday Night Live when I saw him. I don't think I saw anything else he was in, but I noticed that he was very attractive looking. And he had very high cheekbones, and I felt that <laughs> that is why he was being cast. But I enjoyed him on Saturday Night Live, and I haven't yeah. seen anything else that he's in. <laughs> what I'm imagining, like, a Saturday Night Live guy is playing the main character in this sci fi. It's like, dude, no, the no, no, no. I think he was, like, hosting. Yeah, he oh, was a host. Like, yeah. He was a, a <laughs> cast member, a host. That would be bad. Yeah. Like, all right, Adam Sandler yeah. stars in Dune. I, I'm, like, God. envisioning casting calls it. now where it's just oh, like, dude. I'm sorry, like, you're just not right for this part. You don't have the cheekbones we need. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah. I've not been one of those... in that casting room. Yeah, that happens. Uh, I believe <laughs> it. Those... I believe it. Yeah. One of the, one of the series with like thirty is... books, isn't it? Oh, was that six? Six books. Eight, oh, so um... I got six. Did yeah, the six thirty. Book, there was I thought. It... I thought well, it was like Wheel of Time. Spinoffs. There's been uh, a lot of other, but the original core were six books. Should have been a seventh, but uh, Herbert died before finishing it or starting it. I think that's a conspiracy. He didn't uh, die. <laughs> Dune was like always one of those books that I kind of like always wanted to have read. Not like one of those books I really wanted to read, but one of those books I wanted to have read. <laughs> but I feel that way about Game of Thrones. Well, so. I mean, yeah. it's oh, like God, yeah. I know it's got like such a steep like world building, like yeah. you know, it's a hard read. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a, got a steep learning curve to it. It's like super super long and time consuming, but you know, and it uses like this really interesting point of view, which is like as a writer, it's like super difficult to work with. 
and do it well and effectively. And so it's like, on the one hand, like there's all these wonderful things that he, I've heard he's done with it. But on the other hand, it's just like, that is going to take me a really long time to get through. <laughs> so I added the first book yeah. to my Audible library a month, uh, no, a year ago, and I still have not even started it. <laughs> I, I've read the first book twice ever, and I've never read any of the other five. Um, okay. And they're not, I mean, it's a hard read. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very well, you got through it twice? It. Yeah, it. Huh? I, I I still haven't made it through once. <laughs> well, I mean, I read it once as a kid. I read everything uh, as a kid. Um, yeah. But I don't remember anything I read as a kid, that kind of thing. So I read it again to kind of get an idea. Uh, mm-hmm. I read it again when the sci-fi series came out with their version of it, just to kind of re- refresh my memory. And I'm wanting mm-hmm. to read it again now after watching this, because each one of the iterations of the movie, they kind of focus on their own thing, an aspect from the book, where oh, the other cool. two didn't. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting. And they had their own... Th- take on it like david lynch's they use this this sonic attack which is completely not a part of the book at all uh but it was cool <laughs> so i guess that's why he did it anyway I started I, this <laughs> well it I sounds awesome new book the other day that everyone ought to check out named off to be the wizard off it's like this modern wizard. day computer hacker finds a file online that is the entirety of the world and he's able to alter the world through this by altering the computer file and so he goes back in time and becomes his own Merlin, basically. And he's using magic, but he's just altering <laughs> this computer file. It's really that, good so far. I'm like 10 <laughs> chapters in. That is cool. the dream of every, like every nine-year-old child that found a configuration file on a computer game. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> Brings him back to Red Alert 2 when I uh, altered the INI files to make uh, mm-hmm. Tana shoot nuclear missiles. You are just nice. a cheater, though. I mean, I yeah. realize <laughs> about you and games. No, 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 He's no. I am not a cheater. Yes, yes, yes. I work yes. within the realms and the parameters of the game. Yeah, says the guy playing Velantre. playing within the parameters of a game? I didn't do that till after mm. I beat the game and conquered it. <laughs> it is Command and Conquer, and I beat the full game without cheating at all, <laughs> and then I needed something more, so I added That's the That's called modding. File. You played a modified game. That's yeah. all. And I modified it myself. And that's why PC Master Race. She shot like uh, 50 or 60 nuclear missiles per second. Well, God knows it was amazing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I have some Tesla coils I would like to talk with you. I can make them shoot nuclear missiles if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt, why don't you tell us what you got going on? Oh, a, uh, blah, blah. Age of Heroes every Monday night, 9 p.m. I guess when this comes out, it will already be post- uh, daylight savings change mm-hmm. So we're sticking with 9pm Because our Australian friend is just easier for him uh, So 9pm Monday nights we're doing Age of Heroes A D&D 5e walkthrough Of Shackled City And that's Eastern time right? Eastern standard non-daylight savings time And that's on Twitch TV Slash back patio net Don't forget that Yes, it is. If on you Twitch don't know Live. where to tin in That's where you would go So to what? So if that's where, you, if you don't know where to tune in, that's where you would go. Yes, and if you can't see it live on Monday, we put it over on YouTube. And by the time this comes out, we will have already started ripping them for a podcast. Oh, awesome! Ooh. So last week, Casey, why don't you give us uh, what you remember happened last week? Oh, I'm kind of split with what happened last week. I mean, there were three of me <laughs> in this area. 
and uh, Poe decided to do some sort of acrobatic move, and then there were three Poes. Poe slammed himself into a mirror, and then a Poe and a Volantre disappeared. So Volantre then um, jumped to a mirror, destroyed it, and no more threat. Then a beautiful peacock appeared. And for everyone, except for, I think, Poe and Droth, it was fake. But they thought it was real. I could be wrong about Droth, though. No, Droth definitely thought it was all through it. it okay. Poe and Hadassah. Yep. Yeah. Hadassah. Poe and Hadassah. <laughs> yeah. It's been, a week. it's been a week. It's been a week. And then um, there were like six mages that uh, Safi teleported between, and they all appeared, and we murdered them all. <laughs> yeah, pretty soundly. So now we're in a room. Covered in mirrors, maybe a marble-like floor, a fake peacock in the center that Poe still thinks is pretty real, Hadassah mm-hmm. still thinks is pretty real, and I don't know what we, where we go from here. Yeah, you're in a giant square of a room covered from head to toe in mirrors, and you are out of combat. Uh, you can do what you want at this point. What are you going to do? Do the mirrors reflect the peacock for Anyone that's seen through it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, even if you can tell that it's no longer a real image, like, it's not a real peacock. It is a real image. It is not a real peacock, but it still reflects just like it normally would. It is a permanent image. So, at this point, Poe, seeing that all the, you know, the threat has disappeared, uh, he's going to look back at that beautiful peacock. He's going to look at his friends, kind of wink an eye and go, shh, and he's going to tiptoe up to it. He's going to hop up on the platform and he's going to snatch one of the feathers out and he's going to run back over and hide behind Hadassah. <laughs> um, give me a combat maneuver check. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. 39. Okay. Uh, you grab it, uh, and then you go and hide behind, uh, just like you said you did. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody else is watching you, and they just see an empty hand, but by golly, Poe, you have that feather as far as you are concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Poe just, gonna, or, go ahead. He, I, I was just going to say, he, uh, you know, tucks it very proudly in the front little pocket of his, uh, you know, bib overalls. Nice. It's his trophy. And Safi just walks up on the dais, stands right in the middle of it, and goes, Look, it's not here. <laughs> uh, Poe, give me a will save. Oh, God. Uh... <laughs> 13. Oh, no. Oh, uh, you were confused as to how Safi is dancing around inside of that peacock. There should be blood, guts, and gore, or something. Uh, and you have a feather sticking out the front of your overalls. Burn the witch! <laughs> oh, but that Here, he pops her hands. Can Hadassah get that will save too? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Since she thinks this is real. Oh uh, my god, what are you doing? Uh, You're gonna kill it. How's a 21 look? It, you were confused as well. Safi <laughs> <laughs> oh should be drenched in peacock guts at this point. <laughs> She's in like, fact, since you failed, uh, you can see the feathers sticking out the front of Poe's overalls. It's a beautiful, giant peacock feather. It should be obstructing his view. Oh, my God. I didn't take that into account. It's like a six-foot peacock feather. <laughs> out. Yeah. 
no. Yeah, Hadass is just like, Safi? Safi, what are you are, doing? This are is you animal okay? cruelty. It's, it's not here. He's <laughs> just like waving his hands. It, it's not here. Wait, is Safi visible? Yes. I saw okay. the visibility is... for John. Groth is kind of interested in seeing what happens. Once he realizes that Hadassah and Poe still think that this thing is here, he walks to the side and shoots an arrow through its head. <laughs> oh, God! All right. At that point, I think the effect is finally going to clue in to you yeah. and Hadassah because yeah. the arrow oh. passes right through it and breaks a mirror along the top row along the opposite wall. See, guys? It's not real. There's nothing there. Oh. It's, yeah, just a, tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> it's a fun trick. It's magic. Oh. Well, I know nothing about magic, so how was I to know it was well, fake? I don't know anything about magic either. It just yeah. kind of happens. What are we looking for here? <laughs> well, a magical item, right? And we've got to find another something or other to combine with another magical item to create a weapon. So, Presumably uh, something that would represent pride. The the stuff that we found in um, the halls of lust and of gluttony both represented. Yeah, we have to come. We have to combine it with some sort of with the toys we found in the hall of lust. Do these six wizards have anything on them? No. Uh, once they fall, they pretty much just turn to dust and nearly disappear. All of their gear and everything is just gone. Um, but you have that arcane sight, Safi. So you can tell that these mirrors, though they appear to be mundane, every time you shatter one, the fragments just glow with this very faint illusion. Can Drop check the dais for anything? Uh, or the, da the dais for, I don't know, so anything around the peacock's base? Is there? Yeah. Give me a perception check. These mirrors are magical. We should maybe break them too. Hadassah starts breaking mirrors. Poe starts <laughs> running around whacking them too. 29 total. You don't seem to find anything, Droth. Blondre flies to the ceiling and yeah. smashes the mirrors across the... Thousand... Arch. Oh, okay. Uh, Hadassah stays uh, any... out of the way while he does this. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thousands of shards of glass start plummeting to the earth showering everything beneath it. Uh, this whole area, anywhere that you have smashed mirrors along the ceiling is now difficult terrain when you walk through it. It's slippery. It's hard to track through. Uh, it's it's becoming difficult the more and more mirrors you smash. And every single fragment glows with a faint illusion aura. Yeah. Can Drop make like an arcana check to determine where the magic of the peacock's illusion is coming from? That's what uh, he's trying to figure out. It's the peacock itself. It's not a hologram. It's not anything like that. It's somebody has cast permanent image. Gotcha. That's what he was trying to figure out. Like, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. You, earlier, or last week, you actually mentioned uh, some necromantic magic from something. What was that again? Was those two original mirrors that you found? That produced uh, the image. You, yeah, but when bats. they were broken, uh, the necromantic uh, aura faded. Okay. Um, Hadassah is going to use the corner of her tunic to pick up a maybe like a hand-sized piece of the mirror. Okay. And she kind of shows it to Safi. Is this still glowing? It it does, yes. Yes. 
All right, unless somebody finds something else, maybe we try the mirrors over at the pool. Okay. Uh, Poe, near where you're at, where you started smashing mirrors, give me a perception check. Okay. Thirty-five. Uh, you yeah. break one of the mirrors over here. I'm going to ping it on the map. This mirror mm. right here. You smash it, and as you move on to smash the one directly next to it, mm. you notice the faint outline of a door. Uh oh! Hey, everybody, come on over here. Guess what I found? Before Volantre travels over to Poe, he casts. Unseen servant and instructs him to begin cleaning up the glass and the shards of the mirror and to move it all to the corner of the room. <laughs> Love it. Right now, he's po. seen servant. <laughs> yes. Poe is impatiently hopping up and down next to the outline of the door. Secret door, secret door, you guys, secret door. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And then Volantre oh. joins him. Before you guys open the door, Hadassah kind of holds her gloved hands up and wiggles her fingers. Want me to look through it first? Uh. I don't know. Okay. All right. She puts her hands with the gloves of reconnaissance against the door, and um, she should be able to see and hear what's on the other side of it, unless it's, like, ridiculously thick. It is not ridiculously thick. It's, in fact, quite a thin, very normal door. But you don't hear anything, and you see nothing. It's just a nice, empty room. Is anybody hurt? A little yes. bit. Anybody hurt? I'm good. No. I heard, I heard a yes. Who said yes? Yes. yes? <laughs> come here, I could come use here. some help. It does uh, a little uh, hurt, but not much. Okay. Uh, then I am just going to expend a uh... You see that I'm still bloodied, just so oh you know. God. You or the the, the, <laughs> the human inside of the Eidolon. Okay, I'm going to pop a positive channel. Poor Volantre has been walking around with like a broken leg and half an eye oh hanging out. God. We've just been chilling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Drop tried to heal him earlier, but... <laughs> so Let's see. All right, and I'll, I'll let you know what the healing is. While this is all happening, Poe is still acting like a five-year-old that just can't contain him, contain himself. Hadassah, Hadassah, what do you see? What do you hear? What's on the other side? Can we go in, please? It looks like an empty room. I don't hear anything. I don't see anything. Um, oh, <laughs> I mean, I suppose we can go in, but, you know, if there's something dangerous in there, I can't see it. I'm sure there is. I mean, this whole place has been full of illusions. There's... No doubt in my mind that that's got to be tricking whatever senses we were able to pick up on. Be very, very cautious. In fact, uh, Drop will go ahead and cast haste on everyone just to be safe. And everybody gets healed 13 hit points. Really bad roll. <laughs> just 13? 13. I'm not bloodied anymore. Well, here, have a drink. Have a drink. He hands you a beer. I take a big sip. 32 hit points. Hadassah, you still hurt? Uh, a little bit. Just a scratch. Well, here, have just a drink. 33 hit points. Oh, yeah, she's good. Okay. <laughs> Would you happen to have another drink 
available. Oh, yes. <laughs> I have drinks all day. Hadassah's like, I'll have one. But she's just talking about the regular drinks, not the magical 26 kind. 26 more hit points. And <laughs> he will hand Hadassah just a beer. Anybody else thirsty? Here, come here, Paul. You have this? It's uh, very, very good. Uh, okay, real quick, but then we gotta go through the secret door. I gotta know what you're doing. <laughs> okay, I, I'm letting the DM read the, the box about the <laughs> And he's hopping as he comes over and he takes, you know, a generous gulp from the, uh, I don't know, the, the big mug. The mug. The mug. All right. Well, generous for him. He's a frog, so. Yeah. <laughs> Hadass is sipping on hers. She's savoring it. <laughs> Because she's never hungry or thirsty, but she just likes the flavor of food and Still hasn't had it tastes forever. Good. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Same. This is that new death wine I just <sighs> discovered down the other tunnel where the lich was. I forgot death about the wine. Stuff. I don't know that I would call it death wine, though. No. <laughs> I don't know that I call it. <laughs> the, it's the Malbec Black. Oh, <laughs> Uh, it's not called death wine, no. No, it's not that. Here, have a drink of this death wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is definitely not death wine. <laughs> Tastes like it, though. You know what? I had like I had a thought about um, the last episode we did when I was kind of, you know, pondering it later that Hadassah got um, Benjamin's blessing for the, the critical hit. And mm-hmm. I thought it was very like, poetic that she got um, Benjen's blessing to stop Volantre from killing himself. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's oh, a good yeah. point. Yeah. Wow. Throwback. Yes. <clears throat> Very poetic. So I like oh, that. I oh, thought it was nice. Mm, I see you. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Wes, are you waiting for us to open that door? That's what I thought. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> So is Poe Poe rots in Yeah he I goes, thought the DM needed more time there Yeah I know That's My bad <laughs> Poe goes in <laughs> So Poe immediately just gets tired of drinking And crashes towards the door <laughs> And barges in uh, You are now in a room That is lined with bookcases And the bookcases are filled with tomes And scrolls And scrawls And just tons of information on every page You are sure In the center of the room is a nice Thick cozy rug And it is topped with a table And very very comfortable Looking chairs In the middle of this table is another peacock, but this one is very real peacock, and it is made of very real solid gold. Just looking at it, you can say that that one is probably worth about 800 gold if you can get it out of here, which shouldn't be really difficult. Um, (laughs) In uh, the feathers of that peacock is just a single stick of incense, and it's just placed very gingerly right there in the middle of them. And then to the south of uh, in the room, uh, it'll be to your right when you go through the secret door, is a very heavy-looking wooden double door. And then in a corner to your left on the opposite side of where the door is, you see a figure slumped in a chair as if he is asleep. And this man is wearing 
very finely pressed clothes as if they were ironed four minutes ago. They are beautiful, rich robes. And on his back is a cloak made of peacock feathers. If you go anywhere near him, in fact, probably just by opening this door, you can smell this very faint, burnt smell. Anything screaming magic? There is a little bit of magic in here, uh, but not a lot. Like, just everything kind of just glows with this uh, faint aura uh, of illusion, especially in this room. Nothing specifically really jumps out at you, um, but you do notice that on the table is a giant tome that is open as if somebody was writing in it not that long ago, and there is a beautiful peacock quill lying next to it. But in the lap of this slumped figure is another book where his hand is just holding another giant peacock quill. And it's like he's just stopped mid-writing. Is there anything like that Hadassah would recognize from the past or from Thassalon or anything like that? Um, I mean, you, you definitely know? pick up on the peacock theme. You know about the peacock spirit from just spending your time in ancient Thassalon. Um... But to answer your question, Matt, yes, there is a lot of magic on the figure itself. He is glowing with magic items. Is it obvious that he's asleep or is he dead? Hard to tell from where you're at. I squint. (laughs) (laughs) He looks asleep. Yeah, throw a little pebble of, like, mirror (laughs) at him. Poe will look back at his friends shrug his shoulders and take a very stealthy step into the room and look back just to see if anybody's like, no, 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 God, don't do it. (laughs) Anybody objecting? (laughs) (laughs) Bugs Bunny, Wile E. Coyote, giant cartoon step into the room. Oh, yeah. Yes. Nobody moves. Okay. And then he's going to continue. He's going to tiptoe oh so quietly, oh so stealthily over to the figure and he wants to perceive him is he dead or is he asleep you don't see him breathing (gasps) okay can I do a heal check you are absolutely right yes give me a heal check okay good Oh, that's a, yeah, no. Okay, that's a four total, so. Four total. Uh, In fact, he leaps out of the chair and starts to strangle you. No, Ah! he does not move. (laughs) Maybe, just maybe it was like gas leaving his body or something, but it's almost like he breathed. I love that the map has the Vitruvian man in the book that he's drawing on. (laughs) (laughs) Poe will, okay. I'm just assuming Poe's right up next to him. He's going to look back one more time through the doorway. <laughs> and Thumbs Sof- up from everybody else. Sophie points at something on the guy's body. That That's magical. Grab that. Like, like <laughs> oh. a cloak or whatever's magical. Oh, Poe? Poe's got eyes on that cloak already. Just yeah. FYI. So grab the, grab the cloak. Massive. Uh, grab the colorful. ring. Grab the band. Robe, a headband, <laughs> a ring, and a cape. Poe is Poe is gonna start very gently trying to remove the cape. 
<laughs> so you pull the cape off. Uh, you have to like kind of like slump him out of the chair in order to do it. So you like start jerking on it, and he just falls over. It's as if he died the instant you opened this door. Poe killed this guy. <laughs> oh, look at me. Mm. Well, Poe is going to take the cloak. He's going to kind of prod the body of this man with his foot just to see if he does anything. And I'm assuming he doesn't. No. Okay. So he turns back. Hey, hey, do you have any idea what this does? It's it beautiful. It's warm in the court. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I put it on, is it going to be okay? Try it on. See what happens. <laughs> All right. You know what? The hell with it. And he'll fling it dramatically around his shoulders. How do I look? Pretty good. Hadass is like very dashing. Launcher <laughs> gives two claws up. <laughs> You're like a feathery frog. Fantastic. Uh, I'm just going to continue looting this guy, I guess. <laughs> if nobody's going to come in here with me. <laughs> I'm assuming this guy is human sized, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, if you haven't figured it out yet, he matches the guys you fought out in the corridor or out in the so large the cathedral. Right this cloak is like double the length of Poe. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, oh, yeah. just making sure. It's like a bridal like a train. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I, my uh, spellcraft, if that's what it takes, is abysmal uh, <laughs> for IDing magic items. My spellcraft is... It's spellcraft. Okay, I have yeah, a very good sorry. spellcraft. Droth would love to help figure out what all of these things are. How about I help you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Barely. 11. Yeah. So yeah, I help. <laughs> okay, so first roll is a 35. Mm. Uh, what's your bonus to spellcraft? Uh, plus 15. And with I rolled an 18, so with his plus 2. Some of these, it may actually matter. Uh, but the thing that Poe is wearing... You can magically know that is known as the Cape of the Mountbank. Oh, that's a cool one. Yeah, so once per day on a command, this bright red and gold cape, but this one is actually, you know, peacock feathers. Hell yeah. Uh, you, it'll allow the wearer to use the magic of the dimension door spell. And then when you oh, disappear, nice. you leave behind a cloud of harmless gray smoke appearing in a similar fashion at your destination. That sounds Poe 100%. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Mm. Mwah. I love it. <laughs> Hadass is going to move into the room and start looking over the books. Um, she's going to kind of crane her head with particular interest to see what the guy was writing. Okay. So you're looking at the book that was in his lap, but has now been dumped unceremoniously upon the floor. Right. Let's see here. So when you do a quick scan of his journal, it is a lot of it is just confirming what uh, you know already. It's about the recent events and the happenings in the Rune Forge, the pool coming to life, and the fact that he figured out that it is probably Karzug that is returning. Uh, then the attack from at the Halls of Ab Abjuration and the big battle that happened there, and he helped in it. And then he came back here and was starting to write. And that's in like the last third of the written pages the previous two-thirds covers a lot of information about how he created clones and his process of clone creation and i'm actually going to share 
some of those pages, the two of them that stick out to you the most, that seem to be the most important. But I would like for everyone, to, or for whoever's reading to do, to just take a second, read over it, maybe summarize what it is that you uh, find important in this, because it is a lot of info. And then we'll continue on with this magic item stuff. Is that cool? Yeah. Yes. And do you see both handouts? Uh, it should be Vraxeris 1 and Vraxeris 2. Because that is something that you pick up from his journal. Is this person, the one with the shoulder-length blonde hair and the beautiful robes and the peacock cloak, his name is Vraxeris. So, Droth, you are working on these magic items. Yes. Uh, the headband you pick out as the headband of vast intelligence. Plus six. Jeez. Did you need me to make a second roll for that, or are you using the first arcana check? I'm using the first one for just about anything that'll get that. Um... That was the highest I could get on an arcana check, so... Oh, really? Unless I rolled a nat 20, which is very unlikely to happen. Because I rolled an 18 <laughs> plus uh, Safi's help was a 20 plus my modifier. So, <laughs> Okay. Um, then on his finger is a thing known as a ring of wizardry type 2. Nice. Very, very that's, nice. Yeah, that's, um, if I'm reading this right, that's a 40,000 gold piece item. Yeah. Ooh. Does that work for uh, arcane casters only or does it work for clerics as well arcane spells per day so i don't know how any of you are reading the text on these no i handouts. i honestly yeah, god i'm still on the first paragraph I'm yeah i'm struggling <laughs> I, like i, 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 I know do i don't see well but uh this is rough i just assumed you all were reading it and closed it uh, i'm are I'm you working serious on it. you heifer yeah what's what you able to like click on the the magnifying glass and expand it so it's easier to read yes i mean yeah, it got bigger but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that not easier. 35-inch TV, and I'm still having trouble. Yeah, I actually haven't read it myself. Oh normally, there's like a text translation box somewhere, too, and these don't have it. Well, well, normally, I type it out for you. Oh, that's I, why. But I couldn't read it either. So. <laughs> that's what we call delegation. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay, right. so I will need... Well, you said you could... I can roll one more time. This up. I can... let, me, let, me, let me look up the exact number because this one's going to be close. The highest I can get is a 37 if somebody helps. And that's if I roll a natural 20. So let me let me just double check this. Spellcraft Where's, is not one of are. those ones I can switch out with my uh, bardic abilities quite yet because I have other things that I've got like a plus 32 because they are I use my performance instead. Oh, okay. I looked up the numbers. Uh, you would be able to pass this one as well with no Perfect. problem. Okay. This one is known as the Robe of the Arch Magi. <laughs> nice. This, this guy was decked out, man. Is a 75,000 gold piece item. Jeez. Mm. I'm going to make a wizard real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> so um, I'm remaking Safi. Hadassah is looking over this page. She says there is... Um, there's a lot of very interesting information in here that I think you all would like to see. It looks like they were making an alliance to try to stop Karzug. Who was they? Um, this guy and Delvaheen. They're rune lords, yes? Uh, no, no. Uh, 
Well, they're trying to stop a rune lord. No, Delvaheen is the one we ran into in the Halls of Lust. But they were laying plans to make a dominant weapon to go after Karzug. And he mentions a way out of the Runeforge. What does it say? She says, the, um, the script is a little patchy, but I'll try to read it. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken steps toward an alliance with Delvaheen. She may be able to escape this place, for she was not of the original blood. At the least, she can call upon something from the outside. Agents. Agents from the outside. Agents. Thank you. Thank you. From the outside. And perhaps through them, we can secure servants in the outer world. She seems uninterested in Sorshin's return. All the better for Zandigal that. Sorshin, she says Sorshin was the rune lord that Delvaheen would have served. And Zandigal, I believe, was the rune lord for, well, for this hall. Xander um, Ghoul is such a cool name. <laughs> he liked peacocks. <laughs> the Runeforge pool is the key. As I suspected, the occlusion field around Karzug's fortress in Shinshalast has a flaw. His lack of knowledge of the intricacies of Sorshans and my own Lord Xander Ghoul's powers have left an opening. My agents must use components infused with our Lord's virtues extract the latent magic within these components and then anoint their anoint their chosen weapons with this raw power the rune forged pool seems to have enough reserves to enhance no more than half a dozen or so rune forged weapons so it wasn't infinite but those enhanced with enchantment and illusion magic will be most po- potent against Karzug's defenses. They may even be pivotal in his defeat. For my own part, fragments of any of the mirrors in the Peacock's Hall should suffice for a component. Delvaheen's equipment should suffice for enchantments, although one might be wise to cleanse them before they are handled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I got to be the one to read this. All right, the search for an agent goes poorly. Delvaheen seems more interested in her own lusts than aiding me. Worse, the lapses and fevers are increasing. I fear that I will be forced to see to Karzug myself, in which event I will need to use the master circle I built into the halls of wrath to escape this place. Yet first, I must set aside my work on delaying Karzug's return and turn back to the final development of my 205th clone. I only hope I have time to finish before the dementia takes hold. Holy cow. Uh-oh. <laughs> we just killed them all, so... I mean, we killed, like, seven of them, or six of them, or so. Not 205, right? Do we think that maybe he was building clones to take over for him as dementia took him out like one clone at a time maybe he was lonely maybe i bet they argued over the original (laughs) (laughs) who's first yeah if you take time to read more of his journal you'll get some answers to those questions but you'll have to it'll take some time to actually read through it all so we have two of the pieces we need to fight karzuk yeah Mm-hmm. We got the yeah. mirror, and we got the the, the weirdness. Equipment. From, yeah. Well, we and don't know. 
that the Hall of Wrath is the way out. We don't know that the mirror is the component we need yet, though. We should go back to the, I'm going to call it the wellspring and check. But he says it it was in his writings. Okay, well, let's hope he's right. I mean, right. it could be lying. It could be lying, <laughs> yes. Don't stick those in your bag, Droth. Have oh, we no, been I able to, to pick up this guy's name anywhere in these journals? He's Mr. McCloney. <laughs> George John McCloney. McCloney. George Cloney. <laughs> oh my. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> we'll a lot see of you next week. Men. I'm guessing it's Varaxist, right? <laughs> well, Alicia can see that, but I was hoping there'd be something that Hadassah could pick up on. Just within the journal itself, you could pick up that his name. It's probably written in fancy script on the front of the journal if you close it with uh, unicorns and hippos drawn on the front. It's got like a fancy so desk plate. underwear. <laughs> yeah. And slanting handwriting that's just as difficult to read as his journal page. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, and now that uh, Poe has stripped him and clean, yes, you can see it stitched into his underwear. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> He took those two. Sorry. What do we want to do about this door down here? Well, I'm going to bet that there's a dragon behind it. Pose killed a dragon. I totally should be killed okay. a dragon. I can do it again. It's not a big deal. But also, why don't you check it for us real quick? Um, I'll have to wait. The gloves only work once a day. Uh, oh mm. my Sorry. god, you mean you wasted it on this one? Well, the problem is you can't see through it ahead of time to know when Boo. you're wasting it and when you're not. Boom! That, that's why I just bust straight through. You're so brave. Kick him down, Velatre. So we got all the loot off this archmage with... Is, it, uh, is that a spell book on the table? Oh, would you like to look at the book that's on the table? Sure. I'm guessing. Uh, you... No, oh. it is. Uh, if you just kind of scan through it real quick, you notice that it has several stories about the peacock spirit, uh, but none of them actually give real information. It's just uh, more more or less what Hadassah would already know about the peacock spirit, mm -hmm. even though it is a tome that's about about that thick, you know, <laughs> hundreds, thousands of pages. Mm -hmm. uh, really and truly, there's not a lot of info there. But... Yeah, it's just scribbled across every page, line after line. I will not piss off the peacock spirit. I will not piss yes. off. The peacock spirit. <laughs> that's that's the uh, general general theme that runs throughout. Yes, I'm guessing my haste would have worn off by now. By the way, just so everybody knows. <laughs> yes, totally. I was I was actually going to check the same thing. How much time has passed now? Because some of my spells are per minute. Uh, I was I was looking at the thing. We've pretty much covered it. Like let's say thirteen minutes. Okay, so my aura is gone, and several of my things I think are gone. We should, you know, I think Hero's Feast is still active. That's twelve hours. Yeah, it's really long. But I have uh, Long Strider. But anything I, I had on you guys would be expired by now. Oh, Long Strider's per hour, so. Okay, I'm good. I just want to make sure that everything's going. You would also reckon if you could get the 200 pounds worth of books out of this room, they would be worth about 1,500 gold as well. The uh, the book that is in Raxaris's lap 
just the little bit of information that you've read in the beginning about the cloning process, you would imagine it would be a very highly sought after book in the real world. Uh, you don't know how much yet because you haven't really read it, but if you did, you could figure out it's worth a chunk of change. We should grab that. When you're ready, I'll kick this door down. Poe tightens his uh, the fastening on his new cloak, pulls out his <laughs> rapiers. If nobody else picks it up, Hadassah's going to go ahead and tuck that book that had the how to get out information into her her bag. Excellent. Say when, Valentre. If nobody says anything, he kicks the door. And when you do, you kick the door open, and you were looking down a long hallway, a door to the left, a door to the right, and it seems to open up into a larger room at the end. Any mirrors? No mirrors. Not here. I am invisible again. Bling. Your sphincter get a little tight there. <laughs> I don't want you to see it. <laughs> so, Vlaundry just saunders down the hall, and the first door he comes to, he opens up. It's a door to your left. Yep. You open the door, and it sort of gets stuck at that, like, 10-degree moment. And this, well, no, it's Runeforged, so nothing, everything has spell cast on it that preserves corpses um, but once you finally like shove the door open what you see on the other side is terrifying it is a room full of Raxaris corpses oh, oh god who would guess there's Two. about 105 in this room oh dear dang so those six out front those were all clones weren't they they all identical they were not the same thing. Those turned to dust when they were destroyed. Oh, oh okay. Are That's these fine. bodies the same bodies that we saw in the other hallways that had been murdered and that were also wearing no, the blue cloaks? No. Okay. These are all Vrax. These are all the same person. It's got shoulder length blonde hair, and obviously the robes are passed from person to person. So what you're seeing is basically underwear. <laughs> it's like a porter's house. Full of body underwear with Dear a hood. God. <laughs> Well, poop shoots. Volantre, unfazed by the pile of dead bodies, continues down the hallway and to his right, the first door. So once you get into that room that you uh, pass into, it is it was at one point a much nicer library than even the one you were in before. The one before was a place to just gently read some novels about Dune. This is where you would come for full-on study. Uh, and oh it's God. burnt to a crisp mm. in here. And that finally you figure out what that burnt smell was that you notice when you first open that door. Uh, somebody has trashed this room. Uh, there's almost nothing left. But Safi picks something out in a corner over it glows with magic. Uh, Volantre, before he even gets a chance to say anything, you're already opening the other door. And Obviously. behind that one is another 105 corpses, or 100 corpses to make it a Ugh. 205 clones of Rexaris. Dang. Wow. Safi oh. clamps down the, the top of his stein 
locks it shut, and it's got holes in the top of it, and uses it kind of like an aspergillum. He yes. does a little dance and song <laughs> and ritual over these clone bodies, and it'll go down to the second ones, too. That's so cool. I love it. Because Urge them. Because of the map that we are seeing, and, and I saved a picture of it to put on the website, they're all in blue cloaks, and all I could think of is uh, Mr. Meeseeks from Rick and Morty. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just constantly dying. Existence is pain! Yeah. <laughs> That's what they look like. <laughs> yeah. And there is uh, a single door to the south, but before you can get to that one, Safi is going to point out that magic item for you. There's magic over there. He points. Under that uh, burnt thing. Blondrick <laughs> goes to grab that magic item. I'm going to need a spellcraft check. Ooh, from this me one. grabbing it or Safi seeing it? Just from Safi seeing it, and then, of course, it's magical, so Droth is going to try and figure out what it is. Okay. 18 I on the die again. All right, in that case, it is a 33. DC 33. Nice. Oh, shit. Yeah. The hell is good, it? too. Uh, this is a tome of leadership and influence plus two. It's charisma, right? If you spend 48 hours reading it over at least six days, you will gain a plus two to your charisma score. Dang, that is right up Dross Alley. <laughs> Oh, yeah, sure is. Yeah, 55,000 gold piece item. I think you guys just made like 300,000 walking through this door. Let's say, they saved the loot to the end, didn't they? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They did. Being an adventurer yeah. that can survive a battle or two, is it pays off. Very lucrative. Eventually, <laughs> as long as you can find, you know, a w dead wizard with tons of items on him. There is a door to the south. Droth, I think you should take the book. Uh, okay, yeah, sure. I mean, I won't say no to that. I disagree. Oh, do you want it, Vlantre? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Are you, are you charisma, too? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's my secondary, so I'm, Roll I got no, I got fight. no uh, fight. horse in this Roll race. Fight. Fight. Oh. I off. say Sing off. we figure this out after. We can have, really? a, Dance have a juggling match. Dance battle. Dance okay, let's, let's be honest here, Volante. <laughs> do you really think I'm going to spend the next two days reading this book? I got way better things to do. And he just hands it over to you. Do you even read? <laughs> When's that? The last time I read a book, it had pictures. I'll tell you that much. You're a circus guy. They don't read, right? <laughs> Is this like six days of reading or something? Yes. You have to spend eight hours a day over six days. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah no way drop would ever commit are, to that. None of us are ever going to do this anyway. So. You, you can spend more than six days, but it's 48 hours, and it has to be a minimum of six days of reading. Hadassah says, um, guys, I just had a thought. Um the wizard's journal said that he had been delaying Karzug's return, but now the wizard's dead. Well, I mean, he may have been dead for a long time. I don't think we killed him. Are we sure? <laughs> nah, I'm not mean, sure. He did but... look like he was mid-activity when I walked in. But I don't think you walking in is what killed him. I mean... How do you know? I don't, but surely there's no way this guy would have tied his life back to the opening of a door. 
I'm dangerous, okay? I'm not disagreeing with that. But I can't imagine that if all these other clones in the two other rooms are dead, and the clones outside we killed are now dead, that can't... Their life force can't be tied back to him. I, I don't think that would be how this magic works. I don't know for sure, you but... Know. I, I feel like there's very possible that this guy's been dead for a long time. I just don't think we're at fault for this. That's all I'm saying. Even if he was alive, we don't know if he would have attacked us or not. Look, I take no responsibility at all. We know. Okay. <laughs> Velatra, how about you kick down those doors? Sure. I stick the the book in my bag, and then I go towards the door and go ahead and open it. You kick open the door, and when you look inside, this entire hallway, this entire area has been nothing but pure opulence. The marble floors, the beautiful walls, the rugs, the tapestries, the mirrors themselves that you've been destroying this whole time. When you kick this door down, all you can think is hovel, disheveled, plain even it is a very plain bed it is a very plain desk it is a very plain armoire in the corner and you notice those just in time to hear the wailing screech of six delvahines all of them poised to attack talons sharp teeth glistening and dripping with saliva and eyes dead and almost unseeing. And we'll pick up right oh, next you... week. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a Delphine. Not just one. Six. Six Delphines? Six. Yikes. We got rid of one pretty easily, but, you know, we also just zipped her out of here, so. Um, she how wasn't many more does... actively trying to kill us at the time, That's either. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt, how many more uh, dismissals do you have? One. Oh. Ooh, ooh. So we have it's five Delphines to have to worry about. Up. We haven't rested since I used it. I have none. Rocks and Rune Lords is a production of Back Patio Network. Rise of the Rune Lords and Pathfinder are property of Paizo. This episode of Rocks and Rune Lords is brought to you by Roll20. Be sure to check them out on Roll20.net. You can follow us on Twitter at BackPatioNet, and this is probably the fastest way to reach us. Check out our website at BackPatioNetwork.com, where you can find all of our other podcasts, lots of awesome posts, and a couple of short stories, fan artwork, and plenty of other awesome things. If you like this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. In fact, there is a link in the episode description. So go there, click it. It's easy. We would love it. It helps us out a whole bunch, and it would be great to spread the word. If you want to get to know us a little bit better or meet some awesome folks, join up on our Discord. We have a lot of really great folks in there that just love to talk gaming and just hobbies in general. We, we have a lot of fun. So come on in, hang out, and meet some great people. This is Adam, and you can follow me on Twitter at TheRealSimzo.